The Atlanta Hawks, successful in their very first in-season tournament game, picking up the W against the Detroit Pistons, 126-120. to Welcome back to another episode of Hawksology, our first recap of the season. And some exciting news is that we'll be doing a recap for every game from here on out. And they'll also be up on Spotify and Apple Music. So I'll drop those links down in the description if you're on YouTube. But yeah, let's get into it because the Hawks get the win in the Motor City and without Trey Young, who just had his second child. Uh, Big congratulations to Trey and the rest of the Young family. Um, It was left to Bogey to fill that void in the Hawks starting uh, backcourt alongside DeJounte Murray moving to take over those point guard duties. And they matched up with a Detroit starting lineup of Cade Cunningham, Killian Hayes, Azar Thompson, Isaiah Stewart, and Marvin Bagley. Lots of length and height in that Detroit starting lineup, but the Hawks early seemed unfazed by it. Um, The offense was straight rolling coming out of the gate. Um, 11-4 scoring run to open it up, and they connected on their first seven shot attempts. And this is huge because first quarters have been a bit rough for the Hawks this season. Uh, This is only the third game out of the 10 where the Hawks uh, have won that opening period. But a refreshing bounce back of great energy after giving up 41 points in the first quarter to the Heat on uh, this Saturday. The Hawks were so quick and decisive on how and where to attack the Pistons' defense in that opening quarter. Uh, They took advantage of how Marvin Bagley started off running drop coverage, which gave the Hawks easy looks coming off screens. And then once Bagley started stepping up and playing higher to deny those looks, it left the paint wide open and the Hawks were able to capitalize driving in from the wing and then attacking, recovering help defenders off the dribble. Uh, 11 points and 4 assists for DeJounte in the first quarter, 7 points for Bogey, and then with the aggressiveness offensively uh, and just sheer amount of great ball movement, there was contribution all around. Uh, There were some Garrison Matthews minutes, and AJ got some run uh, until he went down with a mild right ankle sprain, came back later in the game though, which is a great sign. Um, as we then transition towards the second period, the Pistons upped their level of defensive intensity. Tons of more switching for them, and it seemed to fluster the Hawks a bit. It uh, looked like the level of aggression and decision-making for the Hawks just slowed down, which halted the offense and allowed the Pistons to trim the lead completely. Um, The uh, Pistons' offense started to capitalize as they were able to sway the Hawks' focus uh, very much towards one side of the court, and then went to either attack whoever the Hawks had zoning the weak side, um, or Onyeka Kongwu, who was a step late on some of his recoveries, but it seemed in general like the Hawks were overplaying certain actions. And reminder that when it comes to three-point attempts, uh, the Detroit Pistons are 26th out of 30. Uh, They're one of the only four teams in the league under 30 three-point attempts per game. And their most effective lineups in that quarter uh, didn't have any true threats from beyond the arc. So overplaying the Pistons on-ball actions, kind of losing track of the weak side, getting burned by back cuts, late rotations, these were just some of the inconsistencies that made it a general challenge for the Hawks to keep Detroit out of the paint. And it put them in a bit of foul trouble going into the half, as Clint, Anyeka, and DeAndre Hunter all had three fouls. 
but credit to the Pistons because they were able to work their high-low game super effectively and also hunker down on the defensive end. As we go into the general scope of the game, which uh, not only was what I just mentioned, attacking the paint relentlessly, um, a big beneficiary of all of this was Azar Thompson. Career-high 21 points, had five dunks, including a nasty one on Clint Capella. That to go along with eight boards, five steals, uh, five assists, three steals. Uh, But Azar is putting the entire league on notice as a complete menace on the defensive end of the court and really a guy you should not be going at uh, one-on-one. The Hawks tried that a couple times, and there wasn't much success other than that one play at the end of the second quarter when DeJounte got him with a nasty snatchback and drilled a mid-ranger. But anyway, though the Pistons were able to make that big rally in the second, Uh, The Hawks were able to take back a four-point lead at halftime thanks to a quick little scoring burst by Bogey. Eight points on perfect shooting in the final two minutes or so of that quarter, and he just came in and immediately went back to that lightning-fast decision-making, coming off screens, letting it fly if he had room, or just putting his head down and attacking the paint. After half, this remained a pretty tight game, and you could just feel that the Hawks were in for a tough battle to put the Pistons away, as first, the Hawks' shooting just fell off a bit. Um, Only shooting about 40% in the third quarter after connecting on 58% of their shots in the first half. And there were open shots, but just missing these shots allowed the Pistons to take control of the tempo of the game and continue working themselves into the paint for very easy looks. And while Bogey struggled in the quarter, only shooting one for six, DeJounte was able to pour in another 11-point quarter, and uh, the total of 28 points that he had so far led the Hawks into a six-point cushion going into the fourth. Now, In the later minutes of that third quarter, the Pistons started closing in more and more on DeJounte, and with him getting that quick rest to start the fourth and Bogey in a bit of a cold stretch, the Hawks were going to need to look for a different scoring option to keep themselves afloat. And um, though he was struggling a bunch early, it was Sadiq Bey who came up huge for the Hawks down the stretch in his return to Detroit. Sadiq scored 17 in the second half, 11 in the fourth alone, and it's really great to see him develop more and more comfort attacking the basket when he's coming off screens. We've seen him take tons of contact at the rim too and still finish, but essentially his aggression offensively and defensively uh, were crucial in setting up the stage for DeJounte to come back in in crunch time and close out the game. Anyeka Kongwu ended up fouling out, but the Hawks still got uh, fantastic minutes out of Clint Capella, who really started closing down the amount of uh, opportunities the Pistons were getting in the paint. And once again, this was down the stretch of the game, which was knotted up almost all the way to the finish. And the Pistons had Alec Burks, who, let's be honest, is a known Hawks killer, Marvin Bagley, and then also Kevin Knox, all pouring in some clutch buckets, And no disrespect, but at this point in their careers, it's very surprising to have a a battle with these guys down the stretch. And though the Pistons did have a lead with uh, time ticking down, 
it uh, came down to a couple of huge turnovers by Marvin Bagley, uh, which allowed the Hawks a chance to win the game. And so down one, and DeJounte found DeAndre Hunter for a late shot clock mid-ranger on the baseline, which gave the Hawks the lead. And then the dagger was another DeJounte assist, really great playmaking by him in the fourth quarter. Um, And this one, as he drove into the paint and tossed a beautiful wraparound to Clint Capella for a big slam, uh, which put the Hawks up three. And Jalen hit a pull-up jumper in transition with 17 seconds left to put the Hawks up seven. And while it gave DeJounte his 10th assist, this was a scenario where maybe you take some time off the clock because Alec Burks on the next play was dangerously close to a four-point play. But luckily for the Hawks, the foul was called on the floor. Um, He made the shot, which was incredible. But in the end, the Hawks did get that dub. 126 to 120, and DeJounte Murray becomes the first player in the NBA this season to have a 30-point, 10-assist, 5-rebound, and 3-steal night, which was exactly his stat line for the game. Sadiq was the Hawks' second-highest scorer, uh, totaling 19 points for the game, followed by a 17-point night by Bogey. And then Jalen Johnson and DeAndre Hunter, quietly, both of them had really good games, each of them pouring in 16 points. Dre also had five rebounds and five assists, but yeah, their performance in the game was solid, and if you can get those numbers uh, from those guys with Trey back, um, that's very solid. So from here, uh, the Hawks return to Atlanta and reunite with Trey to face the New York Knicks at home for a second night of this back-to-back stretch. Um, that's going to be a tough battle, but hopefully the Hawks are hungry for vengeance, um, after losing to the Knicks in their home opener. Uh, that's all we've got though for this episode of Hawksology. And this recap was definitely very top heavy, but I'm excited to finally be getting consistent content out to you guys and growing along the way to go above and beyond with Hawksology and this coverage. Um, make sure to like, subscribe, and uh, follow. You, you know, you guys know the drill by now. Um, but I'd like to make a Hawks, Hawksology uh, mailbox episode where you guys can send in your questions to be answered. So make sure to keep a lookout on my Twitter. Um, next up, we'll be reca- recapping tonight's matchup against the Knicks. So expect that to be on the way. But I really appreciate your guys' support for Hawksology. Um, And so, as always, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time.